That's right. Ho! Yeah. Uh, so Rocco, we wrapped up oh, the I old. Uh, we wrapped up the old Donna Mills Gate yesterday, and uh, we're going to wrap up our little conversation about it right now uh, by playing. You know, Rocco is our imaging director. We talk about him all the time. He's so good. He makes all the commercials you hear and all the little bumps and the bumpers and the little opens to our goofy segments. That's all Rocco. And he made um, a wrap-up promotion about Donna Millsgate. And it's just, and in the middle of it is a song parody. And it's just fantastic. So uh, I have it here. Let me, da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, here we go. Let me get it played. Da, 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 and here we go. So Donna Millsgate wrapped up in spectacular fashion on the Lori and Julia show. The question, did Lori and Julia meet the real Donna Mills, star of Knott's Landing, or did they spend 20 minutes talking to a complete stranger? <laughs> what did the real Donna Mills say? Okay, guys, I'm really sorry, but whoever that woman was wasn't me. <laughs> Wasn't drinking at the polo. Wasn't me. Wasn't talking about this landing. Wasn't me. I didn't say I was enchanted. Wasn't me. Wasn't talking to your goobers. Wasn't me. I wasn't boozing with your sisters. Wasn't me. Wasn't ditching on my castmates. Donna Mulski. Oh my god. It wasn't her. Just another crazy day at the office on My Talk 1071. And actually, I think I saw a picture of the woman. Right? She doesn't look anything like me. <laughs> That's so awesome. Isn't that great? Isn't oh. that great? And the fact that she said it wasn't me, he oh, oh jumped right on that. Oh. oh my gosh. So good. Because, yeah, the song by oh. itself, here's here's just the song. Oh, and if you, yes. I, I, we'll, we'll explain the words if you don't if you don't know them. Wasn't drinking at the polo. Wasn't drinking at the polo. Wasn't me. Wasn't talking about Knott's Landing. Wasn't talking about Knott's Landing. <laughs> wasn't me. I didn't say I was enchanted. I didn't say I was enchanted. <laughs> That's what Lundy kept saying. They were, she was so enchanted by us. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines. What if they bought her drinks? Wasn't me. Wasn't talking to you, Google. <laughs> Wasn't talking to you goobers, because I said in the promo, uh, called the Minnesota goobers. Here. Wasn't me. I wasn't boozing with your sisters. Wasn't wasn't boozing with your sisters, because Lori kept claiming that her her sisters were up in arms because they swore too that uh, that it was Donna. Wasn't me. Wasn't dishing on my castmates. Wasn't dishing on my castmates. So, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, oh. so good. Yeah. Thanks, Rocco. That was great. Mm. And his, and then the second Best. open, too. I don't know. B. Arthur said she put it somewhere. I got to find it. The 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 opening to the oh, second yeah. LoJ segment was so good. Um, Dawn, she didn't tell you where that was, did she? No, I'm oh, sorry. It's all right. I'll, yeah, I oh, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll ask her where it is. Okay. I, I want to, Rocco did so, work so hard on that, and I want to I, I want to play it one more time because it'll never be heard again. So <laughs> right. It, oh, <laughs> it was so good because he, he got in there. We couldn't make fun enough of Julia referring to Knott's Landing star Ted Shackelford. And again, especially you younger folks, you you don't know. You barely know who Donna Mills is. But uh, Ted Shackelford 
was one of the main stars of Knott's Landing. But Julia kept calling him Tim. <laughs> kept, oh calling, kept calling him <laughs> Ted. <laughs> she sounded like Land Shark from. Uh, she sounded like Land Shark from the old uh, Saturday Night Live. She was, Donna Mills was enchanted with oh. us, and I asked her about Ted. <laughs> and Rocco used that in the second <laughs> open. Oh, oh do, yeah, I, I think I found it here. Okay, because it was. Oh, here we go. Listen to this. This is a special My Talk presentation. Oh. You know, I'm glad we had this chance to chat. Well, that was fun. You know something? You're right. Donna Millsgate has been put to rest. And here to break it down are Lori, Julia, Jason, Donnie, Team Cobra, maybe Dawn. I think Alexis might still be here. <laughs> Kevin Dobson, Joan Van Ark, Nicolette Sheridan. And who's that one guy that played Gary Ewing? Ted Shafferfield. Him too. Take it away. <laughs> I think Don might still be here. Uh, I, might, I think Don might still be here. <laughs> Kevin Dobson, he was also on the show. Oh, oh Nicolette Sheridan. Oh. And who's that guy that played Gary Ewing? Ted Scherfer. <laughs> <Scherfer. laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. Oh. Oh. oh gosh. Oh. <laughs> we do. Lex said this, too. Uh <sighs> We, when we get together, <laughs> we have the best time. We laugh our mm. earth off. We just laugh our earth off. Yes. And you guys saw that yesterday. Again, if you missed, uh, we if you really missed, see the, the ladies. We we barely see all. Barely. We barely see each other, that, as Nini uh, would yes, say. Yes, that too. Yeah. Yes. We, like all together, and it was just. Oh. Uh, and and B. Arthur said this, and I think this is a good punctuation mark to to wrap this up uh b arthur's worked at a lot of stations dawn i know you have as well and this is really rare it is is, it is really rare that the entire air staff gets along as well as we do i feel like Uh, i know this air staff just being here a year and a half better than i knew some people i worked was for like 13 years i'm serious yeah yeah Yeah. we do i mean we're just functional and we have our squabbles, but uh, we really just and we we could go on any show, uh, each other's shows, and just have a blast yeah. without even trying. And uh, I honestly think mm-hmm. that every show is super talented and has great things about them. Just they're yeah. all different, you know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So it makes absolutely. it fun. It is coming up on six thirteen. Uh, we'll be back with some more craziness right after this. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Here's Seth Myers. The founder of Ikea has passed away at the age of 91. The funeral will be broken casket. (laughs) That's right, the founder of Ikea has passed away. The doctors did their best, but in the end, they were left with three extra screws. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so me. Oh, no. I'm like, why do I have these extra? Well, whatever. This shelf's oh. up. Oh, oh. No, that'll do, I, babe. I know that was a little mean, but 
Oh, that was kind of funny at the same time. Yeah. Oh. And he was 91, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, welcome oh. back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It is it is, it is 618. Uh, I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Uh, I'm going to, I've said this many times on our show. I'm sure I will say it many more times uh, in the future. But Alexis was right. Um, oh, Alexis wow. was right. Okay. Well, according to page six. Yeah, okay. go ahead and write that, that down. That will be the yeah. next uh, little poll. clip there that we need to that pull. That isolate. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Alexis was right. According to page six, Megan Kelly's pissed, girl. Mm. She mm. is mad. What's she it's mad a, about? She is like a little hornet's nest. Um, she's mad at NBC giving Katie Couric Katie the Couric. Uh, Winter Olympics <gasps> opening ceremonies slot. She quote threw a fit. Threw a fit. Oh. But it's kind of it's weird because in her contract, according to page six, yeah, in her they nego- she negotiated her people negotiated that she had the right to say yes or no to big events like the Olympics, and mm. at first. She said no. But then when Matt Lauer got fired, she thought, oh, well, now I will be I will be elevated. And now that's all right, because now I'm a bigger head on the billboard. Well, she wasn't. And instead, they pulled Katie back in and to the universe. ask her or she didn't share. Well, now it should default to me. And, Uh, And no, it shouldn't. I mean, not by default. I no, mean, no, I, that's what she kind of assumed. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just saying, but yeah. Megan, sorry, Megan, but no, I, I, no, you just don't automatically get it. That's not how it works. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's not. It's, there's probably a lot of decisions that go into your show. Maybe, I, I don't know. I, I just don't. I don't think she should have assumed anything. When you tell the managers you don't want to do something, they're going to, and they need to probably move quickly. Right. I would assume. Figure out another plan. Figure out another yeah. plan. And they figured out another plan. You said well, no. Her, her answer was still no. Now, do you also buy this, Jace, that there's an insider at NBC News that says that this is just a laughable story because the opening ceremony of the Olympics is the least desirable gig in broadcasting. Um, A little bit. It is. It's kind of like hosting the Oscars. They're right. The critical response the morning after. You can't win. Uh, you cannot win either. And here's how the narratives go. And I'm not an Olympics. I'm not an Olympics guy. I don't watch the Olympics. I don't I don't get into it. I wish I did, but I don't. But I do know how the critics respond to the day after. And it's either they talk too much over the proceedings or they don't talk enough. Mm, okay. And I'm not kidding. It's usually broke down like that. Like, oh, shut up. And let's hear, you know, they either go on and on and on or their commentary. Feel lost. Yeah. Or their commentary is benign or, or sophomoric. Or they don't keep the momentum coming, mm, going. It's right. either one of those two things. That is true. Okay. But Katie, from my memory, and I and I am biased because I love her. Yeah. But I do remember the critiques about her because I read everything 
about Katie back in the day. for almost 10 years. Yeah. Katie's reviews were mainly positive. Yeah. That's why, that's why NBC asked her back. Mm -hmm. They know that she's good at it. And she is. She's great. She's great at live television. And she's really good with the Olympics. I mean, she's really good. She has that. She can be serious in one moment and somber if if the the um, festivities dictate that. And then the next moment, she can throw in a really funny one-liner or a little snarky one-liner. She she can pivot back, pivot. She pivot. can pivot, pivot. She can pivot back and forth very well. And that's you need a pivoter. Yeah, um, and you're taking a risk like if you put Megan Kelly in there because she's yes. polarizing and they don't know, know how well it's going to go yeah you know she said no at first so i can't blame the bosses yeah. if i said no to something and, and then they gave it to like let's say they uh they asked me to do something and then i said no and they gave it to bradley or they gave it to you know they gave it to Lori or something i would have no right to be mad at b arthur Now i could find 40 other reasons to be mad at b. Arthur, <laughs> but i could I, I would have no right to be mad at b arthur because i opened my mouth and i said no and that's what she did do you think at this point could katie and megan do it together oh or would they <laughs> hold on a minute hold on a minute let's well, that's... Uh, hell no. <laughs> they won't play nice together, huh? I'd no, like to no. see the train wreck. Oh. oh. Yeah. What if uh, Katie oh, did, uh, you know, oh, ice skating no. and Megan did no. snowboarding? <laughs> that's no. <laughs> they divvied up the Winter Olympic sports. No, that'd be no. Okay. No. Okay. Coming up on 624. Uh, Don, what's going on with Kim Zolciak's daughter's face, Whoa. and why is it making news? Have you seen it? Ooh. Yeah, Brielle. Yeah, Brielle Beerman. So she is the daughter of Kim Zolciak from Real Housewives of Atlanta, just to catch you up. Yeah. Um, it's so weird because I feel like, uh, I guess since I binged all 10 seasons in a month or something, she just went from being a little girl to looking like a 45-year-old woman, and I don't get it. She looks just like her mom. She looks just like her mom. Mom, and she's just only 20. And she, yeah, she's 20 years old. She keeps getting the same plastic surgery as her mom, which I just don't understand. So people are criticizing her and going, whoa, why is your face so puffy? Why is, does your face look fatter? And she's like, I'm just a little bit heavier right now. Leave me alone. I can have as many surgeries if I want, if I want to. And I don't. We, I can say the collective we, we don't do body shaming on the no, show. Not and, at all. And, and we we draw a line with kids too. She is 20, so I think she's out of that line personally for me. Yeah. However, I'm, you know, as Lori would say, I have eyes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <Yeah. laughs> I have eyes. I'm sorry. I'm just being, this is my human reaction. She looks different, and I don't she think it's does. weight gain. Do you think it's I don't just think it's filler? Because she has admitted to getting filler um, in her lips. And cheeks. Uh, uh, unless she's uh, okay. I, I, yeah. Unless she's getting filler all over her face. That's what it looks like. Something, and it's not weight gain. She looks. I'm. I'm. I'm her boyfriend I, I is so hot. How did she get that hot boyfriend? Well, she's an attractive young lady. I guess her face just looks very, um, very kind of robotic and like androidish. And that's the only way I can say it. I, I really don't want to be mean, but. Something's weird, and I don't think it's just Botox it's in the just lips. Filler. Okay. It's just, I'm sorry, filler in the lips. She said yeah. it was just her lips, but I can't imagine that it would make your whole face look that way. 
Yeah, I don't know. Coming up on uh, 626, Alexis has some questions for us about one of the most popular shows on television. We'll try to answer those questions when we return. My Talk 1071. Everything. If you will come with me, you'll float too. Entertainment. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Topping Google Trends and Entertainment, Tom Hanks has a question for moviegoers. Won't you be my neighbor? TriStar Pictures announced on Monday that the actor will play Fred Rogers in You Are My Friend. It's a film based on the friendship between the iconic children's TV host and a journalist assigned to write about him. And then on Facebook, the Black Panther premiere was last night and Marvel Comics icon Stan Lee was there, Luke Cage star Mike Coulter, and Star Wars creator George Lucas. Uh, After the premiere, Marvel Studios lifted the embargo for reactions to the film, one of them being Jimmy Kimmel, who had the star Chadwick Boseman on his show. He said, I thought it was great. I loved it. I saw the movie. All I can think about the entire time was I want to be Black Panther. On Twitter, we have the hashtags Black Panther and The Bachelor. And those are the latest trends. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. 6.32 is the time. Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk 1071. Follow My Talk on Instagram for behind the scenes video and more, and follow us as well. Lex and the Cities, Dawn at Dark, and Jason Matheson. We're most active on the old IG. Mm-hmm. Lex, you have a question for us. You, yes, I do. Uh, are catching up with one of the most popular shows in the world. And especially for a lot of my talkers, The Walking Dead. Yeah, we were a little hesitant to start it. Now, my husband and I are watching it together, and we've been really good about not cheating on each other (laughs) when it comes to watching. Although, I have to admit, I'm very tempted because right now we are in season four. Okay. And you guys, they do such a good job of the cliffhanger into the next episode. Yes, they do. I can't imagine having to have waited a week for the next episode. But... I still, we wait, and it's all good. So we're in the se- in season four. We're at the point where the governor's back, and you see him in the woods. Oh, okay. 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 That's so long ago. Right, I know. There, I'm sure there's so much that's happened yeah. between then and now, but he's back. And, Jace, I have to ask, because I know, because you, you watched, well, first of all, how far did each of you get? I'm all the uh, way to the I, end. I'm caught up with the entire thing. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Jace, when did I you... abandoned it midway through this this last season. Gotcha. Which is eight, right? Yeah. So when did Carl start bugging you? And <laughs> when he was born. <laughs> From the get go. Because he does not bother me yet. I okay. find his character fascinating. So they're at the prison. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is when he started bugging me. This Whenever is... he started doing things on his own, going rogue, and really threatening the safety of other people by being like, I'm going to go out and kill the zombies or whatever. Okay, yeah. He's getting a little... Little teen, teen... A little angsty there. Angsty. 
Okay, so maybe we're on the cusp of that where it really starts to get annoying. Okay, and does it become too much? Is it in terms of violence? Is it too much backstory? There'll be some things that are happening, like they're, you know, they go out to do a little run to go scour for whatever people have left in their homes. And they're having these deep conversations about, you know, past relationships. And I'm thinking, your people are back at your place and they're dying. And you guys are sitting there picking tomatoes <laughs> and like having deep conversations mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. life and I mean I would be on the fast track I'd be like Speedy Gonzalez trying to find whatever I could and trying to get back as fast as possible <laughs> so that's my only beef sometimes where I'm like guys people are dying yeah they're spitting up blood in the prison right now so what is going on here is that kind of what becomes a little bit taxing or is it the violence is it too Dawn. much story? I would say, um, yeah, those kind of things are in, it's just so hard to avoid. Uh, in screenwriting, we call it walking and talking. And it's like you need some action to like force the um, conversation, but have there be something other than just we're in the West Wing walking down the halls, but the same thing, sort of like we're picking tomatoes and talking about something. <laughs> yes. It just doesn't drive people's interest. And it's really hard. And it's, it's easy to get into that habit because you want to get the story out. Yes. But at the same time, do it through action. Okay. I, All right. Personally. <laughs> yes, Jace. I, I started, it started wearing on me the single focused episodes oh, started driving yeah. me nuts. Uh, yeah. Like when 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 the ep- when one episode would only focus on one or maybe two characters and it took you out of the larger narrative it felt for too a much. prolonged period of time okay I, th- that started wearing on me yeah i think it's such a good show though because it examines um people's character in a way that we wouldn't be able to in any other because we're not in this situation sure yeah. totally yeah. It's just, yeah. I, I just don't I do. like Ooh. yeah I, I just don't like i it, it took me it made me kind of dread watching it sometimes yeah. i was like oh especially when i knew it was a single focused episode uh-huh <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. we're just gonna watch beth now try to get out of the yeah yeah it, it just oh. it, it wore on me after a while mm-hmm. and, and you're done you're done done and i'm done and then the, done, the, done. The, the 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 premiere with my buddy glenn i don't want to say anything more that really kind of ended it for me mm-hmm. that was so oh. over the top that it really bothered me, not just because I liked Glenn, but I, I just thought, oh, and it just got to be, oh, okay, oh, we're fighting with the, we're fighting with Negan again, oh, okay, <laughs> we're fighting, okay, I don't know. Here we go again. Mm-hmm. Glenn's my favorite. Glenn, yeah, yeah, well, he was mine too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Thesis oh. himself writes in, no, Lex, you need deep conversations in the midst of the violence. Otherwise, you lose humanity and you lose purpose for living, like picking tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's, that's it. that is true. Well, yeah, I, I get that thesis. I you get just it. Hope but, that, yeah, because yeah. if not, then we get the way I felt at the beginning of this season, which is this Too is much. just like four episodes of just nonstop violence. You know, yeah. yeah, you need those quiet moments where yeah. the walkers aren't biting. Yes, no, biting. and they're not <laughs> shooting biting. tons of bullets that I got from a cave, apparently. Oh, biting. yeah. 
Oh. Well, speaking of okay, eating. Okay, well, we'll continue. I'll keep you speak, updated. Speaking of eating, Don, why is Nicole Kidman eating bugs? Oh, she's what? promoting. Um, she's she's a, It's a variety um, interview, and she wants to show that she's just deserves at least four more Oscars for this. What, <laughs> it's for an interview bugs? that they that they did, and she ate oh. live bugs. Well, here's a little for Vanity audio. Fair, oh, right? Just yeah. because, mm-hmm. just, just, just because. Here's Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I am here to reveal my hidden talent: eating micro livestock, cornworms. They're still alive. Mmm. Extraordinary. Mmm. Very moist, chewy. Can't <laughs> quite describe the flavor. Oh, oh. a little water. <laughs> Let's try the second glass, shall we? Just a little side note, two billion people in the world eat bugs, and I'm one of them. But here we go, some me worms. Telling you, I'd win Survivor. Oh. She does oh. a great job pretending that she likes them, though, I will admit. When I watched yeah, Van- her, I was like, wow, she's not really cracking at all. She's not gagging or anything. Because Vanity Fair does that series like Hidden Talents. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's her hidden her talent. Her hidden talent. I don't know if, bugs. why, but when I think of Nicole Kidman, I for sure thought she was vegan and just pure eater, raw. Just cauliflower. Well, just eating raw bugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but maybe Spe- not. Uh. Speaking of which, I bought Trader Joe's starts selling, it has started selling cauliflower pizza crust. Oh, um, yeah. Like pre-made, it's frozen. I think I'm done. I have tried so many versions of cauliflower pizza crust. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've tried. <laughs> How many have I've you tried? tried? <laughs> I tried a lot of recipes. I've made it myself. Yeah, it's difficult, every, too. Every time has been a disaster. So I thought, oh, I'm going to try the pre-made. Girl, it's as big of a pain in the ass as almost making it yourself. You have to, you take it out of the freezer, you put it in the oven uh, facing one side for 20 minutes, then you flip the crust over for another 20 minutes, then you put the toppings on, and then you broil it for another five to seven minutes. And it's just, it's a pain. Mm. And I tried it. It's all right. But it's still, I'm like, okay, I'm done. You're just I, I'm going done back to this. yeast and bread? Uh, I, I'm like, okay, this trend, I, I thought it was going to be cool, but no. I, I, I just, I, I can't do it. I just can't do it. It's not that good. And let me just be more blunt. It's nasty. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, it's not pizza. It's not pizza. It's not. It, why are we trying to make pizza healthy? Because it's pizza. for people like me who can't have it, because I, I bought Metafast, it's like the closest thing I can get. Like a little bit of cheese, some egg in there, and some cauliflower that's all ground up in a food processor. And then you bake that. I mean, it's sort of like a substitute, but it's mm. not It's not like real pizza. No, right. it's not. I it's never gross. tried it, so I don't even it's, know if it's... Don't, Lex, don't do okay. it. It's disgusting. All right. okay. If you cook it too I long, tried. it kind of tastes like cardboard, I will admit. Uh, actually, what I tried, cardboard tastes better. Oh. I, it's, yeah, don't, I'm done. I, I just, I, I forgot to, I forgot. That was, a, I have a, a, a spontaneous just saying. <laughs> I'm done with the cauliflower pizza crust trend. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. No. Oh. Yeah. So there yeah. we go. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Time for just saying. You got something you want to say? Yep, I did. So there we go. Oh, <laughs> You're done. Stop it. Done. I'm done. 
So food makers, stop trying to make it happen. Just like let's stop make trying to make Sierra happen. Let's let's stop making cauliflower of pizza crust happen. <laughs> Sierra. I know I'm making Sierra she keeps hosting things and I think her agents are they're trying to make Sierra happen. <laughs> Sierra the person. It was like the Sierra person. Miss. I know I was like Sierra. No, not Sierra Miss. The, the, the person. She's lovely and I love her husband, Russell 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 uh, Wilson. Wilson. Love yeah. Russell and I think she's lovely. But, but let's stop trying to make her happen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, that too. too. Feeling random. That right? You like cauliflower though? I love cauliflower. Okay, so you just eat it. Just steam that baby I'm up. Just, yeah, yeah, there's no need. It's eat pizza. It raw. Stop trying to make pizza healthy and stop trying to make Sierra happen. <laughs> 642. <laughs> 642. <laughs> Dawn's going oh. to tell us if The Bachelor's getting any better. Oh, uh, yeah. Stay with us. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Here's Conan O'Brien. KFC announced that Colonel Sanders will now be played by Reba McIntyre. <laughs> People have not been this shocked since 2007 when I took over for the Wendy's girl. Remember that? That was a. Uh, <laughs> Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Tomorrow kicks off uh, three fun days. We're moving the broadcast. Uh, Downtown Minneapolis will be at the AC Hotel right on Hennepin across from the gay 90s. And uh, we'll be broadcasting. Dawn will be back here at the ranch uh, mining things. And uh, Lex and I will be down there. If you would like to uh, be a celebrity spotter for us, please feel free to do that. We have a hashtag, don't we, for that? Yes, my talk celeb. Okay. That's how you can tell us. Be part of our crew. That's right. Um, I've uh, convinced my husband to help us out since mm. Dawn has to be yes. back at the ranch. Uh, Alexis, your husband's going to be down for one of the days right on yes, Friday, I believe. Yes, he is. Yep. Yeah, so the husband's the hus- we'll have a husband takeover on Friday. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're going to have, it'll be a fun three days. It's our Super Bowl spectacular beginning tomorrow with our show at 5.30. It is uh, coming up on 6.49 right now. Dawn, how's the bachelor going? <laughs> yeah, girl. Okay, I fell asleep on the couch at 6.45. had to set an alarm. I'm like, oh, no, it's going to start in 15 minutes. I better set an alarm. I was so mad when that alarm went off. I just wanted to sleep through it. Oh, but man. I watched it anyway. I got to be honest. 15 minutes? Yeah, I slept for 15 minutes. Oh, got to be honest. Um, he is the most boring, mm. not hot, <laughs> um just kind of creepy bachelor that they've had what is up with this it's just ridiculous it's like watching a guy who would never be able to get these girls in real life (laughs) he's looking at them each the one the same he's caressing each of their arms the same he's looking in their eyes and like getting close to their face it's just like are you kidding me i can't believe there are 12 girls in this world that want to date this guy (laughs) because that's what's left right now Now, this is a conversation, I have a clip, between (laughs) Becca, who's really very cute and uh, a front runner right now, and Crystal, the girl that we all can't stand. Um, They had a bowling date. He said the winning team would be able to join him that evening for a cocktail party. Well, then, well, Crystal's team won, so she was over the moon. But then he decided, how about we just invite everybody? This is dumb. Let's all just hang out together. Crystal threw a fit and wasn't going to go at all. So she pouts, stays in the hotel room, 
you know, this is all a way to get attention so that he will be pulled away from the party, have to go talk to her. This is what these kind of uh, guys or girls do. So here's a clip between Becca confronting Crystal about this. Are you not going to come? I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. But what are we supposed to say to him when he asks why you're not coming? Um, I think you can tell Ari that I thought that he was disrespectful to Team Bloom. Why? Because I think that, like, Ari said an intention of we were there to compete. And I think what, what bothered me was that he didn't come up and talk to us and just, like, ask if it was okay. Something that I look for in a partner, I want someone to, like, include me in decisions. Are you giving up on Ari now or are you, like, just trying to send a message to him? All my stuff is packed right now in my bedroom. Crystal, you said you weren't coming tonight. Here you are. So does that make you a liar? Uh-oh. So oh, no. she ends up coming to the party. He does go to her room and mm-hmm. try to convince her and all this business. And she's like, this is our first fight. It's so gross to watch. I can't believe oh. this is a real person. I'm not coming. I'm oh. not. I'm not coming. I hate this show. <laughs> I know. I know. I can't stand it. I uh, And I don't like him. Well, Ari. This is a bad season. Oh. But it is kind of entertaining to watch the girls, you know, fight with each other, I guess. She's entertaining a little bit because I'm she's not, so. But, but he kept her, you guys. They had a rose ceremony. He kicked off three girls and she wasn't one of them. <gasps> oh. Now they're all going to Paris. Because she brings drama. I'm afraid of bumper cars. Um, <laughs> Is that the same one? Was, no. Oh, okay. I, when I was a very small girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, she I, went home, didn't she? <laughs> I was viciously attacked by a Maltese dog. <laughs> Drill. Um, it was a very small dog. So the bites were very small, oh. but nonetheless traumatic. Mm. I love this so much, Ari. I love you. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. No, it was really good. I tried to do vocal fry with that too. Oh yeah. yeah it's attacked yes. by Maltese. Oh boy, uh, yeah. it's something. Yeah. I, I will bless your heart and soul for watching this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so many people watch this. We got to have an update, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Oh yeah. No problem. And Ryan uh, Perpich loves it too. He's tw- he live tweets. It's so funny. Seriously, yeah. Ryan from uh, Donna and Steve. Wow. Yeah, I, I, he loves the, it. The Bachelor isn't a show that I would think Ryan Perpich would like. <laughs> I think his lady I, friend likes it more, so he just kind of yeah, sits yeah. there, and then he, then he gets hit hooked too. <laughs> I'm what such happens? A, I'm such a goober. When I uh, when I go to the Mall of America, there's uh, a, a dedication to Rudy Perpich. Right by the oh, parking yeah. ramp. And every time I walk past it, every time I walk past it, I go, Hi, Ryan's kin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I think they're related, right? Yes, he, they same are. family, yep. right? Yeah. What? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah. hi, Ryan's kid. <laughs> <laughs> Colin didn't even connect the dots, too. I was like, yeah, that's that's Ryan's uh, kinfolk, as we say in the South. Yep. Right, Dawn? Yeah, kinfolk. That's right. Kinfolk. That's Ryan's mm-hmm. kinfolk. Yep. Wait, that's we have to kin- know for The what? Bachelor. Yeah? Is the Minnesota? She's still in it. Still there. Yes, she is. And, and she's one of the most down-to-earth. Uh, she doesn't get a lot of attention right now. Because, because, you know, she's, she's not creating drama. Yep. But, yeah, yeah, her name is also Becca, and she's great. Oh, my gosh. I I hope that he sees what a 
great person she is. And she, I mean, but do I want her to be with him? She might be too good for him. She Ooh. probably is. Yeah. Yep. yeah. She probably oh. is. We were talking about star sightings and using the hashtag MyTalkCeleb. I heard that Justin Timberlake was at the Octo Fish Bar in St. Paul the night before last. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And then then he was at Manny's, I believe, um, Mm -hmm. the night before that. And uh, my buddy Shane over here at the FOX knows a server. And the server said he was one of the nicest celebs. And they get a lot of celebs at Manny's Mm -hmm. Steakhouse. Uh, he was one of the nicest celebs that he has ever waited on. The server said that. Server awesome. told Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and the stars are staying at some interesting places. Like, um, I, they're not staying at necessarily downtown hotels, from what I'm understanding. Mm. Yeah, they're staying at, you're like, really? They're staying there? Probably on purpose. They're staying at various, Yeah, yeah, to get away from all the madness uh where people would assume they are. Exactly, Dawn McLean. So be on the lookout. Even if you live in a suburb, I'm telling you. And I mean, even because you wouldn't expect, you know, you would expect everyone to be downtown for the festivities. Nope. Be on the lookout no matter where you live. Hashtag my talk celeb. Lots Mm -hmm. of performances, too. The behind-the-scenes fun of uh, the big Donna Mills gate reveal. What happened? Was Julia really that upset? We'll dish about all of that and let you hear it if you missed it and take your calls of where you were when we come back. My Talk 107.1. Everything. Snozberries. Who ever heard of a snozberry? We are the music makers. And we are the dreamers of dreams. Entertainment.